Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Security Officers Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Avalos. I've been in the private security industry since 2012. This podcast is all about um, different security topics. Uh, Welcome, and let's begin. How's it going, uh, fellow security officers or security guards, whatever you want to call it? Call it. Uh, that's actually a good um, starting point. Zero one zero one, season one, uh, first podcast. I'm actually working right now, so I, I do uh, I do a patrol. So I'm security officer, patrol division. Pretty much when you do that, you're assigned a B area and you're given a patrol vehicle. It's uh, it's a little harder to get into than just a regular guard. You know, I had to cut my teeth um, in this industry starting off as a stationary officer, which is a guard that you see walking around like an average, you know, security guard walking around on one property. And they may, there may be more guards there, uh, you know. Basically, the supervisors um, are the patrol uh, officers. They're the ones who go check in on the guards, make sure, you know, they're not sleeping or whatever. Make sure they're doing the job properly, doing their DARs, uh, daily activity report, if, if they're uh, supposed to be doing that. Um... But, like, patrol, what I do is, first of all, I'm in uh, San Jose, California. Uh, I've been doing this since 2012. I work for, I think, seven companies, at least six different companies, uh, all over. Uh, uh, sometimes I work two, two jobs, which uh, technically uh, you're not really supposed to do if, if you work, like, uh, if you work for, I'm not going to name any companies, uh, but if, if you work for two different companies, um, you're, you, you'd be stupid to tell them that you have another security job, uh, because you got to do what you got to do. And if, if they're like, when you're starting off, if you're, uh, if you're doing, uh, you know, they'll probably hire you on as a flex guard unless you had like prior military experience or you know as an MP military police or law enforcement experience then yeah you're gonna start off with that uh, like a flex guard they're gonna call you and I've I actually had to quit uh, the first company I worked for and I ended up go- ended up going back like a year later when I gained more more experience with another company uh, the other company made me a patrol uh, officer um, yeah so yeah they they just cut my hours for no reason and um, you might have to you know look around keep on looking uh, gain experience with different companies um, but if you find one that pays really good uh, I suggest you stick with that one for a, at least a year um, Okay, so so basically, 
basic yeah I'll, I'll talk about my, my first day so my first day was uh I remember the day it was uh, 2012 it was uh, it was actually Halloween October 31st 2012 I just got my guard card and then I got assigned my post to this heavily gang populated um, apartment complex and uh, I was uh, uh, it's not that I was scared you know it's just that you're you're basically a target when you're in full uniform and there's like 10 gang members there and they feel like it, they could just like jump you or worse uh, stab you or shoot you and they, they put you there and you have no uh, method of defending yourself like you you're not uh, most of these companies don't allow you to uh, have a firearm even if you do have your firearm permit it's just a liability issue for them so they're not gonna yeah they're not gonna let you uh, carry your firearm on do on certain positions unless you get hired as armed guard then that's totally different you get like bull bulletproof vest and you're armed um, but uh, if you like most security companies they, they won't even let you get your OC spray your, your you know that's your pepper spray uh, the company I started with all they allowed all they gave me was a pair of handcuffs and uh, I, I may be wrong in this but I'm pretty sure that well at least here in the state of California uh, let's say some you're you're watching a property right you know you started working and uh, they're like here watch this property uh, here's the address clock in all right you're in full uniform you're in your car or you're walking around that property and something happens uh, for example I don't know uh, you see someone breaking into a vehicle or it looks like they're breaking into a vehicle you don't know what to do because uh, none of the training unfortunately tells you what to do in these situations it's all about experience so uh, first of all if that ever happens your job is strictly observe and report it, then that they do cover that in training uh, and here in California is a BSIS uh, 40 hour mandatory training um, so yeah just um, go back and no note it or if you have to I mean certain situations if you, like for example there's someone screaming and uh, a car is being jacked and you're watching it and like there's a, a female there uh, with a gun or a head you know don't don't try to be a hero especially like since you're not armed um, so just go back to your car or step away from the situation where you're at least not visible uh, but don't go too far to where you can't call the cops um, and and you know inform the dispatcher on what's actively going on so uh, just go around the corner or something call the call 911 tell them hey I'm at this property the number one thing they're gonna ask is for the address so have that ready pull out your phone uh, what I do it when I have to call the cops and sometimes that's uh, like right now we're in a holiday season that's the other day I had to call them three times in one night yeah, I hate I hated doing that but because um, I don't want to um, 
you know, use police resources for something that I can do myself. I'm pretty good at my job, and, and I try not to call the cops for anything unless I really need their assistance. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, if that happens, call the cops and give them the address. Let them know you're a uniformed uh, security guard and you're at, uh, or if you have a patrol vehicle that you're, you know, you're in a marked car. They're going to ask you that anyways. Um, and, um, but mostly, for the most part, I'd say about 65% or 70%, depending on which communities you're covering. But if someone needs security, it's either like there's a heavy problem, either with gangs or homeless or uh, people just trespassing and breaking in, trying to, you know, steal from them. Uh, if you're lucky, you'll get a good account where nothing really happens. But then then again, you, re you really don't learn much. Even if you happen to like have a co-worker that you're saying like one one. Uh, I worked for a few months at this bank in, in Salinas, or it, it was it was just a property. It was a property that was acquired, and it was like a huge warehouse, and they have two two guards, uh, 24/7, um, you know. So it was three different shifts, and uh, yeah, every once in a while we we would take turns. Like, all right, uh, that that guy, uh, there's a guy and a girl, a male and a female. Uh, two vehicles show up and you know they get in the back seat of one you know what's going on there um they're, they're getting busy in the back of the car and you have to uh, uh kick them out you have to tell them they got to leave now i i did that a few times at this property because it looked abandoned but it wasn't and you couldn't really tell there were security present and the property was recently purchased and the the new owners wanted security basically to uh you know, set the standard there around the property. That uh, that property is uh, now being covered by security. So, uh, like, yeah, most people would just leave. Uh, but there was this one guy where he's in the back of a black. Sorry, it cut off. Uh, my alarm went off on my phone and, and it turned off the uh, recording. <clears throat> um, but I'm patrolling the property. I'm at work right now. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I just I just took my lunch. I was doing the, I'm doing the podcast on my lunch breaks. Uh, something besides, you know, <clears throat> um, playing Call of Duty on my phone or you know catching up with some emails or some friends and uh yeah so i'll be right back go ahead and listen to these uh to the sponsor actually of, of this podcast and i'll be back in a minute okay i'm back um so i was gonna get into the story where um uh, I was a stationary guard at this uh, big warehouse, and it's going to be a bank or something like that. And this is, uh, uh, without naming companies or banks, 
uh, it was in Salinas, California, and um, I, I worked there before uh, for this company, and uh, I worked there for that property, and then I got transferred over to the hospital. Uh, now, this hospital deals with, you know, in Salinas, there's a lot of gang violence, and this hospital is, uh, it deals with, uh, you know, a lot of gang issues and, and whatnot. Uh, shootings um it was crazy working there but that that's for another uh, episode uh, all right so so this uh this time it was my turn to go you know kick out the the trespassers and this guy was in the black suv uh trying to get busy with his girl and uh you know he probably didn't have the money to go go get a you know hotel room or whatever but i I was uh, green. I was brand new to the security industry, and uh, you know, I I think I may have approached it the wrong way, but I ended it the correct way uh, because I did watch some uh, police training videos. Even though we're not police, uh, they're more advanced in what they do when it comes to confrontations. Because this job and police jobs and Pretty much anything in life is, is sometimes it turns into a, a confrontation, but more so when you're wearing a badge. Uh, people try to act up, especially when they're with a group of people, especially when they're intoxicated. But anyways, back to the story. Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I had a brand new flashlight. It was a I think a Stinger, Stinger flashlight, and I always I always charge it. I just had a ritual like when I get home is uh, put all my stuff away, my cuffs. Um, and, um, uh, my uniform and, and my boots, <clears throat> you know, fold it nicely, <clears throat> excuse, excuse me. And, um, so yeah, I, I pretty much shined, uh, they were in the back and this guy had tinted windows. So I shined the, the light like full blast in, in his face, in his eyes. Hold on a second. My, uh. Um, back again, uh, <clears throat> had to go respond to an alarm. If you do patrol division, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you don't, you basically get a call from, uh, you know, your supervisor or dispatch from the security company you work for, and they'll tell you to go respond. <clears throat> if you have an app like, uh, like SilverTrack, then they'll send it. And you, you go take care of business. Um, and that's what I did. And I can't get much more into detail about, you know, the specifics. But back to the story. Um, oh, yeah. And then I hit I hit a few other properties. You know, drove by some properties and working and I'm taking a breather right now. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do the same format as far as me doing this while I'm working because sometimes I get too busy but right now it's not that busy so I can talk for a little bit and uh gotta finish that story it, you know so I, I put my flashlight in uh basically it was a bank and uh yeah I I uh this guy was on property and I put my flashlight in his face but I didn't know I put it in his, right in his face or in his girl's face because the, uh, yeah, dark tinted windows.
and um, that's uh, you know the guy got off he was pissed off and uh, I um, he came charging towards me like if he wanted to punch me so I tried a police tactic because they don't teach you security tactics on how to stop someone that wants to punch you it just that's not available so uh your body language is uh is pretty much all you have to work with at this point if someone's just like uh, so pissed off that they want to punch you uh you don't want to get into a scuffle and if you do happen to get into one legally speaking at least in uh, california they have to throw the first punch and then there has to be proof of this meaning that you have to have like a body cam or even like uh, you know basically caught on 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 video uh, yeah if you have your phone sometimes you get a company phone then you get your you have your personal phone record it just to cover your own ass you know uh but in this case uh we had uh you know p plenty of surveillance cameras um uh, my my uh partner uh was watching us uh, watching this whole interaction and uh uh, later found out he was calling uh, calling dispatch to let them know the situation, calling the supervisor. But uh, I stopped it. I basically, um, you know, I I uh, he he crossed the street and was charging at me like uh, ready to fight. So I just put my hand up, my left hand up, st stood up in a firm, uh, you know, stood my ground, and I reached back. Uh, to grab something like if I you know but yeah you know you, you got to defend yourself but um, certain uh, jobs allowed you to carry certain things like OC spray um, certain jobs don't um, but either way I'm going to protect myself I mean if it's like 10 guys or, or even like 2 or 3 let's say 2 and they want to fight you and you don't have anything I mean and the company doesn't give a shit about you because in reality they don't if they're not giving you anything to protect yourself with right so um yeah uh, thankfully that stopped that 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 uh move that i did stopped the, this uh this guy and and he uh he went back to his vehicle and he left and that was it uh, but yeah you you have to uh you have to learn to protect yourself if you're going to be on security. Um, I've always boxed since I was a kid. I've never had to, f like, I never fought anyone while I was working. Because if something does happen, uh, I've always been able to defuse the situation using my verbal judo skills. Uh, there's a book, I think it's called Judo, uh, Verbal Judo. That's a really good book. I think I read it a few years ago. Um, I'll, tr I'll try to uh, find out who wrote it and uh, for tomorrow's pod podcast, uh, you know, probably maybe maybe able to just to find it with the name Verbal Judo uh, on Amazon. And uh, none of none of them are uh, you know nobody's a sponsor except uh, we we'll only have one sponsor right now, and you guys know who that is and. I'm not, uh, 
sponsored by anyone else as of yet. I'd love to be uh, sponsored by like certain, uh, you know, tactical company that 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 I use for for my uh, on-duty uh, gear that I love. Um, hopefully that happens. But yeah. Uh, Um, doing patrol is it's uh it's interesting things because you're you you do like uh you're in charge basically of like 20 or 30 properties around there you got about eight to 12 hours it depends on you know the company you work for how many hours they, they you work uh, every shift but it's usually gonna be uh you know grave shift and that's what I do. I've been doing that for a long, a lot of years. And um, you, your your sleep cycle switches. So, like, I have two days off, and I do not sleep uh, at night because if I do, I get like a headache. I get like a like a strong headache. So I don't sleep. Uh, I keep occupied. You know, I read. Read books, uh, write, draw, uh, watch videos on YouTube, uh, educational videos, um, documentaries, uh, learn something new. I was like learning new things. Um, look for different job prospects. I'm happy right now where I am. Um, and, uh, yeah, you you gotta uh, you, you can't like you have to adjust to your sleep cycle. That it comes with making sacrifices, you know. Um, because if if you uh, if you're if you want to do what I do, I mean, if that's what you're trying to do, then uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm planning on writing a book. I've actually written some of it already and releasing it. Because I've looked for security guard uh, books when I was starting. And there's none. I, I didn't see one. There's like uh, security forces and, and, and things like that. Which is like military. Which is actually not security. It's uh, it's military police. Um, but um, private security? I, I mean, I, I no. I haven't seen any uh, books or... And I'm I'm writing the most uh, efficient uh, methods, and you know, uh, trying to be as professional as possible. I've trained about I'd say sixty guards. Um, some of them quit, like this one guy quit uh, within a few hours because they you know they get overwhelmed with the job and the amount of duties that you're supposed to do. Uh, that you're assigned to do like today uh, I'm, I'm a certain beat uh, which is uh, you know we have call signs and uh, and, and the, the guy next to me uh, he, he didn't show up because it's Saturday and uh, he just didn't feel like showing up so he called off which is actually very common I've only called off once and, and uh, it w I actually asked for that day off like three weeks in advance and they didn't give it to me but I, so it was like it was my my little cousin's uh, graduation and he's he's like a little brother to me so uh, yeah I, I had to go and and afterwards we celebrated you know uh, have a couple of drinks 
and I'm not definitely not gonna go to work if I've had any you know any alcohol not a good idea uh, so that's uh, what else well I mean uh, what else can I cover I mean you you, you can uh, well, yeah, you you can, uh, I guess there's a lot of common, uh, I'd say misconceptions about security guards. And, oh, let me, let me, let me start off by saying this. There are security guards and then there's security officers. Security officers, as myself, are, we're assigned more, uh, you know, more responsibilities. Uh, because we've been, uh, we've shown that we're competent and we're intelligent enough to, uh, you know, to take care of all these different things, like, like you know, responding to alarms, uh, noise complaints, uh, you know, if someone, uh, so that's another thing that we do to respond to, like alarms, like if there's an alarm company, you know, there's an alarm trigger, like I just took care of right now. Uh, you just go and do a report. If there's anyone there, that, that's uh, that's a different story. You call the cops, or you question them. What are they doing there? Um, now, it, let's say you go and and they're uh, like, I just showed up to an alarm right now. Let's say you go and um, like the glass is broken, and you're, you know, obviously someone broke that glass. They might even be inside, you know unless you're armed and you're like uh told by your company to you know take care of that situation and detain them and all that which most guards aren't then yeah just back away get in your patrol car lock it drive away a little bit call the cops or while you're doing all this dial 911 because it takes a while to get through sometimes and uh Give them your ad the address that you're at. Take care of that. Uh, noise complaints is um, it's mostly uh, neighbors. Like let's say you live in an apartment complex. Like I I watch over like 20 of them. Uh, sometimes they're a little bit more than that. Um, and a neighbor, a, a resident calls uh, a noise complaint on his neighbor, and it, you might even have this uh, on your. If you live in an apartment complex, there's a service, uh, the you know, security service, and it has a number, and you can call them uh, for, you know, noise complaint, or let's say uh, you have an assigned parking stall, and, um, you know, someone parked there, uh, depending on the tow policy, they can have the car towed, uh, the, you know, they can call in and have that car that's illegally parked in their parking, assigned parking stall towed and removed, uh, which is, you know, I'd say about half of the properties that, that I watch over do that because, um, yeah, that that's a more effective way to, to enforce uh, parking, you know. Otherwise, people just park there all the time, and and then you park, you end up having to park like in the handicapped spot, and then 
tow truck comes by later on and tows your your car and you're not at fault so yeah you have to get the person who's at fault and that that's an expensive mistake for people to make but they make it all the time they they every night you know they're parking in other people's spots uh if if you're going to visit someone make sure they tell you what the you know if they tow out of the property uh check your lease to see if you have a security company because I've actually patrolled certain properties and I had residents come up to me and they're like oh you know I didn't know we didn't realize we had security and I was like yeah send send your lease did you check your lease oh I just I just skimmed through it or I didn't I didn't realize and uh different types of security like you can have someone there which is a little more expensive uh to have someone there at night or you can assign uh you know a patrol service where come by you know like three or four or five times a night and um you know to do a quick patrol patrol the parking areas uh inside property you know amenities uh all the facilities whatnot and um yeah mo- mostly it's like kicking out uh homeless people or people collecting recyclables which personally i don't mind i mean they're just you know collecting some uh cans and trying to get some money but it's uh technically it is uh trespassing so my job is to kick them out and that's it uh you 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 could be a dick about it or a bitch or or whatever you want to classify yourself when you're uh when you have to get uh nasty with someone but that's not the right, right way to go about it i mean if I'm always nice, but if they cop an attitude and they try to argue that, you know, they're permitted to be there, they'll make up some bullshit story, um, then I I make it clear to them that uh, I'm going to call the cops and they're going to be issued a citation for trespassing. And that's that's like an arrest. Uh, if they it, uh, Sometimes it's a warning, sometimes it's a... Um, like if they come back on property ever again, like they're banned like for life, um, or you know, depending on where you're at. But over here, as far as I know, yeah, banned for life, and you can't return to the property. And now uh, most people leave. That's the smart people. The others who stay and want to argue, uh, you know their right to be on private property is not it's not going to work because yeah like um it doesn't work <laughs> you have to leave otherwise the cops will come and if you refuse to leave when the cops come then guess what you're going to jail it's just it's that simple i mean but anyways uh got to get back to work and um i like doing this it's, it's uh I have a lot of stories. I have a lot of crazy stories. And just doing security. Imagine what cops go through. You know, the shit they've seen. And I actually... Uh, that uh, f- um, Family friend. 
I have a few family friends who are police officers, but uh, one who's close to my family, uh, he he's told me some crazy, crazy shit. Like, yeah, uh, what what cops go through. But I've seen some crazy shit just doing security. Like I've seen. Um, I was watching. Shit. Yep. I keep on getting like, what is it is Saturday night. So I gotta go take care of this noise complaint. You know, people get drunk, probably went to the club, and then they just just want to keep the party going. And it's fucking two a.m. and you gotta shut the fuck up and go to sleep, cause some people work in the morning, even though it's Sunday, or some people just want to go to sleep. They don't want to listen to you, you know, partying and and. Alright, so I'm actually just going to end this for today. Because uh, I, I imagine I'm going to get so busy. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm about to get busy. So, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And thank you for joining the Security Officers Podcast. My name is Jose. And uh, have a good one.